Hey, I'm Brock with Brock Entertainment. And I'm Amanda with Amanda Reed Weddings. And this is the I Do IQ podcast, where each and every week we're going to be discussing the latest in wedding and event trends. And we're going to let you know all the things that you need to know in order to make your event the most special. Yeah, and in the end, you will have the best wedding and event experience ever. And something tells me we're going to have a little fun along the way. I don't know about that. I'm a pretty serious guy, Amanda. And this is a serious topic, so... Only seriousness. Serious business. This is the I Do IQ podcast. Let's begin. Hey, I'm Brock. I'm Amanda. And this is the I Do IQ podcast. Amanda, how you doing? I'm so good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Because today's a very special episode that many people have been looking forward to. The rainbow goes across the screen at that point. <laughs> a very special episode. So before we get into the questions you may have for me, yeah. what are you obsessed with right now? I feel like I've had no free time, but a lot of time like in my office and things like that. So I'm listening to a ton of podcasts. What podcasts are you into? There's a bunch. I mean, I love I love. I do. IQ. Well, of course. Yeah, obviously. Um, the Inspire podcast. Yeah. Um, Joe Rogan has one that with Elon Musk that's actually really interesting. He's kind of such a weird guy anyway. But Trevor Noah is doing He's got his show podcasted for a while. There's a lot that I listen to. I kind of think that uh, Trey Kennedy's is interesting. Do you know Trey Kennedy? I do know Trey Kennedy. All right. Uh, well, I have a story you, about wait, that. You know him. Like, you so, know him? Well, I, I was doing a wedding at the ballroom at I Street. Okay. I think it was a couple years ago now. Okay. And when I get there, they're having the ceremony inside. Okay. And they say, hey, this guy's going to be singing a song. Will you mic him? He wants to do a mic check. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Let's go for it. Okay. So they did a, he sang, I think, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, maybe. Aw. And he had a musician that played with him. And so he did it. We did the ceremony. It's all good. Talked to him a bunch. Said, hey, great job. Blah, 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 blah. You okay. know, whatever. I have people sing at weddings all the time. Sure. And so I go up to him during the reception. We're dancing. And I put the mic in his face. You know, he's singing. And I'm walking back to my booth. And this girl goes, you know who that is, right? I go, yeah. He sang at the wedding earlier. <laughs> sure. Like, of course I know who he is. Okay. He's the dude from... Two hours ago that sang. Got She's it. like, no, that's Trey Kennedy. I go, yeah, he said his name was Trey. That's what he said. Uh-huh. But does that is that supposed to mean something to me? She's like, look on Instagram. He's Instagram famous. That's so how funny. she said it. He's Instagram famous. Instagram famous. And which I is said, a whole other breed of fame. Oh my God, no way. So that's I looked funny. him up. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. So when I got home, I looked him up again yeah. and watched his videos. I'm like, okay, this guy's funny. Yeah. All right. And then we became friends on social. And okay. I that's mean, I haven't cool. talked to him since the wedding, but yeah. I, that's kind of funny. It's like we're buddies. I just, I've seen a few of his little funny little videos pop up. Especially, there's one like where he's talking about like teenagers or yeah. preteens having to do homework or something. And I'm like, I can so relate to the faces that he's making and the, the things he's saying. I was like, I can so relate to that. Having to homeschool my kids the last oh, yeah. two months, I can completely relate. And it just kind of made me giggle. So, so now he has a podcast. He's got a podcast. Okay. And I've only listened to a little bit of it, so I don't know. But it's, I'd say that's my new podcast in general or kind yeah. of my obsession because it's an easy thing to have kind of going on in the background. Yeah. And you can get, you know, get a little bit of whatever going on. I've, I've got a list a mile long of ones that I'm listening to. And I'm not into the, like the true crime and all those. I don't uh-huh. do those. I'd rather listen. Oh, they're so good though. I know. I, I, I can't explain it. I, I talk, I listen to the ones where it's like, I prefer, I prefer the interview type ones uh-huh. though, like person to person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I true think, crime. Oh man. I'm obsessed with that, but I think I worry too much then. I think I, that's gonna I'm always to looking over my shoulder. Like, am I going to be the girl on the cruise ship? Like, I don't want to be the girl on the if cruise ship. If you are listening to this podcast right now, please subscribe to it. <laughs> Smash that like button. <laughs> and yes, because you can watch this on YouTube as well. Yeah. And leave a uh, a review on iTunes podcast. Yeah, talk about Brock's hair. I hear that on happy. a lot of other podcasts are saying that. They're supposed to Please say that. review it. So please do that. 
but give us 18 stars or whatever's the highest. That's a lot 27 of stars. 27 stars. That's impressive. I love <laughs> so that. So my obsession right yeah, now, so obsession? I'm not a big drinker. I don't yeah. just sit at home and drink. It's too many calories. Yeah. Um, You're watching your girlish figure. But oh. I was able to get out of the house mm-hmm. and I went to a photographer friend's birthday party. He had a few guys over yeah. and it was a cocktail party. Okay. And he was making the cocktail. So okay. the gift to him was bringing something to make cocktails with and that's what you okay. gave him. Okay. So when I got there... He had a bottle of peanut butter whiskey. It's called Screwball. Have you ever heard of this? I've never heard of this. And peanut I look butter. at him like, peanut butter whiskey? I'm not a big whiskey guy I'm in not general, either. But I wonder what this tastes like. So he goes, you're going to love it. If you like peanut butter, you're going to love it. So he pours a little bit over ice, gives it to me. I take a sip because whiskey's a sip and drink. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is like you actually liquid liked it? peanut butter. What? He goes, you want to make it even better? I said, sure. He pours a little bit of Kahlua in it. The coffee? Oh my gosh. Oh, so good. So the next day, I run to the store, buy a bottle of it. Yeah. And that's, that's your my thing. thing. I mean, I don't drink it that much, but it's so good. Peanut butter whiskey. That just seems like a really weird combo. Right? It's delish. You've okay. got to try it. Okay. I that's have it out in my car right now. <laughs> shots, 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 shots. <laughs> Peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. I Screwball. Can't, I can't, wow. I'm trying to wrap my brain no. around that one a little bit. That's. I was. I felt the, same, the yeah. exact same way. So before you go out and buy it, yeah. find somebody who might have it like, yeah, like your you, friend here my friend Brock and yes. you can try it okay that's interesting yeah because okay. normally I'm a fruity drink guy yeah like, I'm all about the the more cranberry juice, the more sure. sugar you can put in it, the better. Sure, yeah. And not with this. Oh, interesting. So okay, good. I don't. I'm not a whiskey drinker at all, but I could. Uh, it could be interesting. I do like peanut butter. So if you if, hate peanut butter, get mm. make you a jelly sandwich, just jelly. Get with a, a side a, of whiskey. So you, you just take a sip of the whiskey, take a bite of the sandwich. That seems to be a walking <laughs> alcohol problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably not a good thing. But I love that. I, I love it. That's a good obsession. Yeah. That's a really that's an interesting. So one. Give it a shot. Like that. Give it a shot. And it makes you look cool. So I'm sitting here holding my glass with whiskey. the whiskey in it. And you don't know it's peanut butter whiskey. Pink. Instead of holding my glass with the umbrella. With your little pink hanging umbrella out. hanging out. <laughs> Brock, what do you want? I'll take another Mai Tai. I'll take Sex the- on the Beach. Cosmo, you know, the, the usual. Apple teeny. <laughs> if your wedding does not have an Apple teeny, then why do you even have a wedding? Why have a wedding without an Apple teeny? That's <laughs> I'm just saying. That's just your saying. new quote. I love it. <laughs> well, I'm kind of excited to talk to you today because what we're going to, this is this very special episode today. Yeah. We're going to talk about all things Brock. Well, I don't know that we... Okay, I yeah. agree. We should do that. Uh, <laughs> of course you think we should do that. I love no, it. We're going to we're gonna do an episode where we talk all things Amanda, too. Well, so. I'm not that interesting. So You're very know. interesting. I don't know. Maybe, maybe so. You've lived know. for many more years than I have. God, and so you have you many just... more stories. And you have two kids. I only have one. That hurts. Well, Yikes. You're s- you don't look older. You just are. Well, I'm well preserved, <laughs> I guess. It's all the... It's all the peanut butter whiskey. I guess. <laughs> I'm well preserved. So we all know kind of how you got your start. If you've listened to the podcast at all, because I know everyone yeah. listening, we've got this big fan base. Millions of listeners. All these viewers. So if you're one of the millions of listeners that <laughs> tunes into our show weekly religiously and wants to join us, because we all know we've got a big fan base, which is so I, big, <laughs> so big. You know that the kind of your story, like how uh-huh. how Brock got the name Brock, like where Brock came from. Well, my parents gave me the name, well, the name, but <laughs> the name. It's two different things. Okay. The name. Anyway, so you know kind of. 
where you got started. And if you haven't, we can go back. I don't know what episode that was. First like. episode. It was the first yeah. episode. It, the introduction to it was. IDIQ. That's right. That's right. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for being a good editor. Very and first that. episode, yeah. So, but if, if you want to listen back and hear hear kind of how Brock got to start in, in the industry, mm-hmm. then you can get that. But something I did not know about you is that you are a published author. I am. Um, I really thought you were kidding when you told me this. I really <sighs> thought this Everybody was knows me as a scholar, so... <laughs> No, I, I got the opportunity last year to write not a book, but a chapter in a book about Still, you are... professionals. And it's called Raising the Bar. It's for sale on Amazon. It was a number one bestseller for a day. We made the bestseller, top bestseller. One Still day. made it's it. all that matters. Still made it. Doesn't made matter it. how long it lasted, but know. it was there. So that's really saying, cool. Best-selling author. I, I wrote a book and I, I always thought writing books was, God, you got to sit down and like write a paper, mm-hmm. which I hated to do in school. Right. Oh, hated writing papers. But the, the guy who approached me about doing, he goes, you can do that. Or we got a set of interview questions because it was a conversation mm-hmm. chapter. Mm-hmm. And so he got on the phone with me. They asked me the questions. I would cool. talk my answers out halfway through if I'm like, ah, you know what? I don't like that. Scratch that. This is what I want to say. And then they had somebody that dictated all of it and a writer that went back, put it all together where it sounded good, sent it to me for approval. And then I would make my edits. That's pretty like, ah, this doesn't... I don't I like how this sounds. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then punched it up, made it better, and then sent it back. And that's what was That's published. pretty cool. Yeah. That's so you can exciting. find it on uh, Amazon. Yeah. Do you think I could find it in somebody's garage sale bin? Maybe? No, I, I own 10 hard copies okay. at my house. That will be signed and given away? I can do that. If anybody <laughs> wants one. A signed copy. Uh, I, my parents have one. Of course they do. And my, and my grandma. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's about it. They've sold two copies of it. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> that's really cool. I, have, I did not know that about Yeah, I, I had the opportunity and I'm like, you know what? This is really, well, that was on my bucket list. I was wanted you really... to be a published author, but I didn't know how to do that. And then it just kind of fell in my lap. That's usually how the best things happen. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Would you write a like a full book if you I mean, do you feel like you have enough content? Do you feel like you have enough to say that you uh, could write a full book? Uh, I I probably could. I just don't know. I have a hard time putting certain things in the coherent chapters. I You're kind of squirrel. I'm all Shiny over the thing. place. Yeah. And that's what was cool about this whole experience is mm-hmm. I was all over the place with my answers and they made it sound like I wasn't Knew what you're sane. About. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not on drugs. He's <laughs> just ADD and yeah. Very interesting. Now. Yeah. That's very cool. I think you should write a book. I've thought I've joked about it. People have like every time they're like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine the stories you could tell. And I, I definitely have some crazy stories to share, but I've actually started working on, funny you should say that. <laughs> funny you should mention that. Hey. I've taken, my team and I have been working on taking like our planning process and putting it into a book format mm-hmm. for our clients so that when they when they first sign on with us, we give them, you know, this cute little, you know, kind of onboarding gift or whatever and are working on putting putting our process into a cute little planning book. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited about it. I really am. And I think eventually it could parlay into something bigger. I and mean, there are Barnes and Noble, you go through, I mean, there's a million and one planning guides out there, but none of them, in my opinion, hits exactly where it needs to. Yeah. So, you know, I can be you're, one of the you're million. You're here to make it better. I, but I do, I think that, you know, I think that the practical applications and some of the thoughts and some of the processes, yeah. I think 
I think could be better. So that is cool. I don't know. I, I, yeah. On sale now. No, no, you not there yet. You not have there. a lot of stories to tell. I, I probably do as well, but when posed with the question, what's the craziest blah, blah, blah. I'm like you go blank. I have no idea. I, I can't and I've been a that. part of probably a thousand plus weddings yeah. and events. Yeah. And I'm like, have you ever had this happen? Uh, uh, maybe, just, but once that event is over, it's like, I'm done with that. I know. I, I'm moving on to the next one. I know, so I, know. I, I probably should write some things down because I, I have good I, stories. I just forget them. I had an intern one time that would go home after every event and would write just kind of like what had happened that night. Things that I had already long since forgotten. Yeah. And I absolutely loved when she would retell me those stories a few months later. I was like, I completely forgot that. Yeah. Like if I, if I were smart, I would do the, you know, the little recording. I mean, it's so easy on our phones. Yeah. I think you could record even just like little snippets of funny things that have happened because I really do think that obviously there'd be a lot of names to change, <laughs> a lot of innocent to protect, right. but there are some crazy things that have happened. We need to do an episode about that. Like okay. Crazy horror stories, crazy things that have happened at weddings. Yeah. I, I Maybe we need to kind of pull some of our industry friends. Well, because you know, you're, each of us have oh our different gosh. perspectives and the different the events that night. we've done. Are crazy. You know, you saw that half of it. I saw the other yeah. half of it. What happened right before. Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, but I just forget. I do too. I think I just block it out. Yeah. And by the time you go home, you're tired, you decompress and you just don't want to think about it nope. anymore. You're like, so. what, what next event do I have? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's, I love that. So what I want to do with you today, Okay. we all know the knot. Uh-huh. The knot is well known as probably one of the, one of the foremost, I don't know, experts in mm-hmm. wedding planning. I get a lot of questions, sometimes kind of crazy questions that people ask me. Well, the knot says I should be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I have to Google because I'm right. like, really? Okay. Okay. Right. Well, let me answer that for you. But okay. So what I want to do is I want to ask you all the questions that you need to ask your wedding band oh, or DJ from the knot. I love the knot. I've been I best of love, weddings yes. since 2011, I think. That's pretty impressive. Every year since 2011. Got a street going. Yeah. You better keep that up. Yep. Okay. So the tagline is don't okay. hide your reception music without doing a little due diligence. Okay. So Northwest Arkansas and beyond, everyone who wants to know, I am doing my due diligence oh, right geez. now for you on Brock, <laughs> the Brock short. Okay. So number one, I'm going to fail these questions, by the way. I'm just, <laughs> he is not, and you've you. not been front loaded. You know, like, nothing. Oh, there's, there's quite a list. So well, I've if, read through questions before and I'm of like, course. really? What? I know. And that's why that's kind of going to be fun. I think so. We'll see. Or I've had clients call me and you can tell they're reading these questions. List. Yeah. Like uh, a yeah. pass on that one. Yeah. Pass. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, next. Okay. So number one, how would you describe your style? Pass. What? <laughs> you can't pass 25 questions. First one. So our style is, I mean, we can be a chameleon for yeah. any event. Mm-hmm. So we can adapt to whatever event. First and foremost, we don't have a set style per se, musical style or anything. We have more than one DJ. So the DJ that the couple gets is a DJ that fits their style the best. Mm-hmm. So I... How do you figure that out though from the first, I mean like from the jump, how do you know what's going well, to I have a, that I had them fi- I have them fill out a questionnaire oh, okay. and what styles of music and, and whatnot mm-hmm. that they like. And through conversations that we have, I get the style that they're into. But... The style, and I mean, we're very interactive. We're very, we're a lot more fun. But like I said, if you don't want that, we can scale back. Mm -hmm. We accommodate the couple and make it fit them. Mm -hmm. But when you hire us, you know what you're getting. You're getting that fun, interactive company who will, if you don't have a wedding planner, will take the reins and make your wedding run smoothly and will make it fun. That's what I tell couples. You just show up, get married, have fun. We'll take care of the rest. Got the rest. You shouldn't have to worry about anything. When you hire us, it's good. 
So you'll even cut the cake and everything. I've had to do that. Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. Are you I kidding? got pictures of it. Yeah. What? Me okay. and another guy that I was training at the time. Stop uh, it. DJ. They didn't have it. I go, is anybody cutting the cake? Nope. So we went over there. We're cutting cake, serving it, because background music's playing. Of course. So I make the announcement and then I start serving it. No way. I had to do it once. I'm like, I'm the worst cake cutter, but they're like, oh, there's a science this is to great. that. There's a science to that. Let me tell you. I've I learned. didn't know what I was doing. It's hard. But they loved it and it was fine. That and I'm terrible. like, I'm the DJ. What am I doing? What am I doing? I have cut the cake more times than I care to admit. Uh-huh. Um, it's not when I, and that's not that's not why I'm there. No. You, know, you, you don't want me there. To have you served cake. drinks? I've had to serve drinks. It's not legal, but <laughs> I yes. Know. I have I've assisted. But, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it makes me a little nervous. Yeah. It does. I'm just like, ah, no responsibility here. <laughs> poor wine, poor beards, yeah. whatever. I definitely, I, I prefer not to, but yeah, yeah, there's been a time or two and I've, I've and I don't mind hostessing and right. handing out a cocktail, but yeah. So our and style I, is, I mean, we are just, we're fun and interactive. Yeah. Our and style is your style. Exactly. We, yeah. we fit you yeah. and, and your wedding, but knowing that we can adjust to anything. You're the Burger King of weddings. Is that what they is do? Is Burger King your way? Know. Isn't one that Burger King? I don't know. I don't know. Have, have it your way. Have it your way. Isn't that Burger King? I don't eat, I don't eat I know, fast food. So. I know. <laughs> Remind us how good you are. It's cool. Uh, okay. Uh, number two, can we come listen to you perform? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, you can crash a wedding. You don't want to go and be noticed. Yeah. I have couples that ask that a lot. Can yeah. we come see you perform? Mm-hmm. Sure. But know that what you see at this event is probably not going to be what you're going to see at your event. Right. I mean, because we're adapting to this wedding. So if you come and be like, oh, he played this music. Oh, we don't like that. That's what this couple That's wanted. That's what they wanted. So you have to realize and understand this is a completely different event than mm-hmm. what your wedding is going to well, be. Let me ask that then. And this may be one of the, I don't really even know what all the questions uh-huh. are coming, but let me kind of go off map there. If someone gives you a terrible playlist yeah. of songs that you're like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I can, I can play this, but y- nobody's going to dance. Right. Like, how do you react to something like that? So I, I will have that conversation with a couple yeah. and that, that does happen mm-hmm. in the couple. Cause we have musical taste. Like there's right. music that I love, but I know it's not event music. Like oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. going to go well. Well, I, I have a lot of couples, especially over the last few years that when they book us, they were like, you know, our wedding's going to be different. <laughs> like, okay, we don't want the typical wedding music. Mm-hmm. And my response is, well, what's the typical wedding music in your opinion? Well, the songs that are always played, like name some of those songs and they name them I'm like, okay, I don't play that one, that one, that one, but I do play these others. And do you want to know why? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, why? It's just so cheesy. I'm like, well, it's songs that people know and that they will dance to. That's if right. somebody doesn't know a song, they're less likely to dance to it. We've talked about that before. Clear the dance floor. So you play songs that people know and are familiar with because Mm -hmm. you don't have a ton of time at a wedding to get people familiar with a new playlist of songs that they don't know. It's like, well, we want to hear this. And uh, a lot of indie people, indie's my favorite music. That style, it's not very danceable. It's very hard to dance to. And your guests, no matter who they are, are probably not going to dance to it. So you have to be open-minded and and think... uh, you know, it's not just about us. It's about our guests too. This is a party for them that we invited. We want them to have fun. So in my opinion, we can play some of those songs. But once you see this is not working, you got to trust us to do what we do right? and play the music that will engage your crowd. Yeah. But yeah, we get that a lot. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, number three. This is a great one. You're going to love this question. And I will give you a pass on this if you have to. Do you know our reception space and its acoustic power and amplification requirements? If not, will you check it out beforehand? If it's in Northwest Arkansas, yes, we do. Yeah. And our equipment doesn't pull that much power. Uh So when couples ask us that type of question, like how much power do you need? 
I need one outlet. That's all. Yeah. And now with ceremonies being out in the middle of nowhere, sometimes I've built our systems to where they're battery powered. So oh. we don't even need power. That's cool. And I bought these bricks that we can plug in microphones and pull power from that. And it's perfect. That's pretty cool. Like, it is great. Love that. Can't believe I didn't think of it sooner. Yeah. Well, the technology wasn't there until yeah. recently, but. Uh, but you don't have these, you know, right. orange extension cords running across a field now. But if I do know that the ceremony is out at someone's farm and it's right. in a field, I will ask, is there power available? Sure. And they're like, no, we didn't think about that. Well, we need a generator awesome. and you have, they have to provide that. Of course. We do need power. Sure. But it, we do not pull hardly any wattage at The battery all. thing is very cool. Yeah, that. it's, very it's really cool. And it's just one speaker. Yeah. It sits out there and it pumps out so much uh, sound That's for cool. a ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay. Number four, can you play the songs that are important to us, such as traditional Jewish horror tune or a favorite pop hit or even the chicken dance? We'll play whatever you want to hear. <laughs> Yeah. So going back to your question about playlists. Sure. There was one wedding that I had that was way earlier in my career. It was over 10 years ago. It was in Fort Smith, actually. Mm-hmm. And the bride and groom, nice couple, but the bride was like, so we offer, you can put a playlist and a do not playlist if right. there's specific songs you don't want to hear. Right. For what, you know, whatever reason. She had over 250 do not play songs. Oh, geez. And like 40 play songs. So I'm going through her list. I'm like, these are every song that I would ever play. Right. Do not play. Songs on her playlist, songs I would never think of playing. Oh, dear. Because they're not danceable or nobody knows them or they're just bad songs. Right. And so we start the reception. Everybody's wanting to dance. They're coming up requesting songs. And she said, no. Like if it's requested, no. Some brides I get will be like, well, if it's requested, you can play it. Right. No line dances, which is fine. I'm not a huge line dance fan. I only use them if I have to. And anything, anything danceable. So her guests are like, hey, can you play this? I'm like, no. Hey, can you play this? Uh, No. So I'm playing her playlist. Nobody's dancing. And I'm trying to engage and get people to dance. But they weren't good songs. Right. She's not even dancing. The groom's not even dancing. Painful. So the wedding goes, it, it was... It was hard. At the end of the night, she comes up to me and I said, hey, you know, thank you. Congratulations. So such an honor to be a part of your wedding. She goes, oh, it was great. Thank you. I just I wish people would have danced more. And I looked at her just kind of like, really? are you messing with me? I go, are, are you serious? She goes, yeah, I just really wish people would have danced more. I go, to be honest with you, they did want to dance more. But you all the songs they requested... List. Were on your do not playlist. And she's like, yeah, I didn't want those songs played. I said, well, they wanted to dance to them, but they couldn't. She's mm. like, okay. I said, but I tried. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, I, it was great. Thank you. And that was that. But I'm like, oh, this wedding could have been amazing. Yeah. But they were ready to go. They just. Yeah. So don't, uh, you know, if you're getting married, don't be so stringent on, you know, we got to have these songs. We can't have these songs mm-hmm. because you're. Guests are a mix of all genres. Yeah. Like I hate country music just in general. Yeah. But if I see that it's a big country group, more country. I'm going to play more country. Sure. Like, and sure. as a DJ, you have to hire somebody who knows how to read the crowd mm-hmm. and know, you know what, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. This might've worked last night at the event I did, but it's not working tonight because it's a completely different group. That's right. 
but this is working. We're going to hang out here for a little bit longer. Yeah. When I got married, I had one song on my playlist that I didn't want to hear. And it's not the one you think. Not it is. celebrate. Not celebrate. <laughs> Which we need to tell that story probably like where yeah. that even came from. But yeah, I had one song and it was Brown Eyed Girl. I hated that song. I don't like that song I don't know either. why I did not I, like I'm it. Not a huge and I was fan. like, I just, I don't like that song. Yeah. And so that was my only song. And I told the band that. I was like, I don't want to hear Brown Eyed Girl. They it was Mr. It. Happy. They played it. They well, played he's it. Like, he's like, well, but I've got a ska version of it. And it's oh, like really good. Worse. It was fun. What, it what was year great. did you get married though? I got married in 2002. And so it was and like. Ska was still a thing? Mighty Mighty Boss Tones uh, and like all that. I would have yeah. yeah. started puking right there on the dance It was floor. actually really <laughs> great. It was actually really good. But fun. you liked it? I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. I can't. I, it's weird. And I was like. Maybe oh. a ska version of Celebrate would be good. Maybe. Maybe you can win me over with that. I don't know. It was funny because I just was like. I was like, I don't know. I don't. And he threw it in there and I was like, oh God, this is terrible. Then I was like, wait. This is kind of cool. This is kind of okay. So it worked out. So it speaks to the to the thought that you just have to trust the people you hire. But the fact that you said this is the only song I don't want to hear and he still threw it in. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have done that. I was okay with it. He said, you trust me. He he ran it by me. He said, trust Okay. You you didn't just do it. I was like, I don't know, whatever. I know it's popular. And for whatever reason, that one was so popular around that time. People, you know, were just Van Morrison crazy. I don't know. Well, if I am ever getting uh, to where the crowd wants to dance, but the bride and groom Mm -hmm. don't want to hear those songs, I'll go up to the bride and I'll let them know. Yeah. Your guests want a party, yeah. but they want to hear these songs right yeah. here. Can I play them? Yeah, I guess. That's fine. And that's you kind know. of the way it was approached. So, yeah. okay. Number five, this one actually re- relates to a band, but the follow-up question is, do you work with a partner and who actually is going to be there on the day of the event? Okay. So, so no, we don't work with more than one DJ. There's no reason to. Right. No, no, no. I mean, within your team, I think is maybe what that meant. Not that you work with. No, no. Like another DJ on my team. There's only one of us that goes to to the event. There's no reason for two, three guys. Gotcha. Yeah. There's just no reason for it. Yeah. Who is going to be at your wedding? Mm -hmm. Uh, I usually don't know that for a month to two weeks before the wedding. Right. Just depending. Do you get a lot of pushback on that? Sometimes I do, Mm -hmm. but then you're hiring us and our reputation. You just have to trust me. Yeah. That I will send the best and you're going to get the best. Yeah. So I, I get a lot of people and I had to put in my contract, especially when I first started, that you're hiring Brock Entertainment, not Brock Short. That's right. And I train my guys on my team to do and be just like me. While we all have our certain personalities mm-hmm. and I'm different than this guy, we're going to run your wedding and do the wedding the exact same. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not there, they are going to do what I would do because my name's on it. That's right. And you're going to have to hire a DJ anyway. So right. why wouldn't you hire us? Because... I'm putting my stamp on it. Like you don't get me. You're going to have to hire a DJ. Why not hire the next best? That's a really good point. Which is one of my guys. I really like how you And a lot that. of times I'll be like, this guy's better suited for you anyway, mm-hmm. because either he likes country music or mm-hmm. your crowd is more suited for this, you know, yeah. other team member. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Good question. That's a good yeah. answer. I like that. But I had to let people know. Uh, and I had an instance, uh, cause a lot of people knew me from a radio show I did a uh-huh. few years ago when you I were started. On the radio? I still am. But when I first started and this couple hired me and when I didn't show up, they're like, we're so disappointed. We really wanted Brock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we listened to him all the time on the radio. Yeah. Well, at that point, I had not been on the radio for two years. Yeah. And I go, oh, when was the last time you listened to me? Well, we listened to you every day. I go, well, I'm haven't been on the radio. So you, you don't, you don't listen. So Aww. like, how was your wedding? It was great. We just really wanted you. But do you know me? 
No, we just. But it was great. <laughs> like, yeah, your wedding yeah. was great. That's all that matters. That's great. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. I run into that, though, too. I mean, uh-huh. you know, people. Well, when your name's on the. Yeah. Your name's on the marquee. They expect you. <laughs> and, Where's Amanda? Mm, Amanda's not here. But that we are in a different situation. But you're getting the same experience. You are. Regardless. And, and that's, you know, and I have a team of people who work with me and I have to say, yeah, I think this is a good fit for this person or uh-huh. this is a good fit for this person. You know, and I think I finally got to a, a turning point in my career when I was like, I can't physically be at all. Of no, these right. Weddings. I cannot do all of this. Uh-huh. And I had one year where I just was like, I, I'm exhausted. I have not yeah. seen my family in six months. I literally every weekend, I mean, this is not how this is supposed to be. So that's when I was very conscientious of you know, what I was going to take and when I was going to give things to team members. Well, in this so. industry, if you want to grow your business, you have mm-hmm. to add people. That's right. Or you'll just stay at the same place, yeah, and which have is to okay increase too, and your, that's okay too. If you know, if you're happy, yeah. you know, with where you are, but if you do want that growth, and so. I want it to grow, so right. I added team members, and it's just got more and more over the years, and to where we are today. How so. many do you have right now? Uh, there's 15 plus. That's crazy. So I have you know a lot of guys that are part time mm-hmm. that will only do events if I absolutely need them, right? And some of those guys are some of the best, but they just have other engagements that they've, they've worked for me for years. They just have moved on with life or have had kids or, and are still there. They never quit. They just don't do events all the time. Got it. Number six, would we need to rent any instruments, piano, whatever, or equipment, extra speakers or stage or whatever? Do we need to rent anything additional? No, no. No. Um, if you're if you're hiring somebody to play, you have to provide the piano or whatever. Right. We, we don't provide that. But as far as speakers and stuff, we got you taken care of. Yeah, you, you don't have to worry about that. All in one. one yeah, in we then we only offer one package. It's all inclusive because your right. guests don't know. Oh, they didn't uh, rent lights. They didn't add the extras. They don't know that your guests. So if the DJ shows up and it looks like he doesn't have anything, yeah, it's because you didn't pay for it. Right. We we provide everything up front because we want to put our best foot forward. And going back to playlists mm-hmm. uh, is another good mm-hmm. thing when they're at a wedding and the people are like, man, this DJ sucks. He's playing such crappy music. And yeah. uh, you have to look at the people that are saying it and I'll read lips and I'll be like, this is all the couples. This is not me. No. I didn't do this. And uh, yeah, this is what people have to realize. The DJ doesn't pick every song. And if right. it's a crappy song, maybe the DJ picked it or maybe it was on the playlist. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. we try to put our best foot forward and not try to muddle it with, you know, if you add this, it's an extra $50 or you can have this. And it? it gets messy. Like, this is the cost we do by hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't do all inclusive hours because I respect my DJ's time mm-hmm. and weddings are not all hours. So right. we've been to enough weddings where you don't want a wedding going forever. Agreed. So Agreed. that's just a, a marketing ploy when you hear that. Oh, they're, they're this much for unlimited hours. Right. I'm like, you don't, what's, you don't want 12 hours. No, it's not a thing. No, like no. five hours is where I tell couples to book because mm-hmm. five hours is the typical reception it's and enough. ceremony. Yes. And that's a lot longer than you think it is. It is. And then you can book more time if you need it. But if you book eight hours and you only use six, you're still paying for eight hours. That's right. So that's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the all inclusive thing. I'll never do the, I'm um, like, like the all hours thing, right. because I respect my, my, the guys on my team and I respect myself more to know that uh, it's yeah. 10 o'clock, the wedding's over because they don't want to add more time. Mm-hmm. Not I'm staying here until everybody is gone. And I don't know what time that's going to be. Right. That's not fair. No, no. no. Well, and most of them, the venue needs to close. Like there, there's, yeah. a, there's a definite end time yeah. on an event. And so I think having that all laid out in the front is a lot better. Anyway. Oh yeah. So, okay. Do you plan to use lighting or any other special effects, which you kind of touched on? But So we only use a lighting tree. Mm-hmm. So we have a lighting tree that we only turn on once the dancing is started. Mm-hmm. I never got into up lighting or specific 
you know, lighting because that's not my specialty. I leave that to Lightworks, mm-hmm. guys that specialize in that. Right. So we chose to specialize in, we are entertainers. We are DJs. We're entertainers. This is what we do. We don't have a photographer. We don't have, you know, all this and we don't do lights because that's not our specialty. Right. We will guide you to that you know, area. We want to be great at one thing. I found that interesting too, because there are a lot of companies that are branching out and have like kind of an all inclusive. Uh Same with wedding planning. I mean, they're like, they're the venue and they're the caterer and they're the flower, you know, the florist and they're, and you can't jack of all trades, master of none. You can't do it all well. So I think you're better to kind of branch out and allow different. And I've been asked if I want, you know, do you want to do a photo booth? Do you Mm -hmm. want, you know, you want to invest in lights and do lights. I'm like, I don't. Okay. Like I love entertaining. I want to be the best of the best at that Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about getting to the venue five hours early to set up lights and to, you know, hang drapes and all. And like, it doesn't interest me. Right. I'll stick with the entertainment. I like that. Well, next question is, but I am going to be getting into wedding planning. So (sighs) joining the Amanda Reed weddings team. Uh, No, I just stick with DJ. He's got a contract with me. (laughs) Um, Okay. Who will do the setup? You just answer that. We're not going to go into that. How do you ensure a comfortable sound level for all the guests? So we'll once, especially, so there's two different sound levels. There's Mm -hmm. a sound level during dinner Mm -hmm. and the cocktail hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we'll get out there and walk the floor and make sure People can aren't having to yell when right, they talk. Right. And then once the dancing starts, same thing. We'll get out there and and I tell my guys, if you're walking out in front of the speakers and it's too loud and it's like hurting your ears, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be that loud. Right. Like there's a comfortable level. If you're at the back of the room and it's still too hard to talk, yeah. It's way too loud. Yeah. You just need to keep the the loudness right there on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Grandma doesn't need to be hearing it out in her car. She's trying to leave because her ears are hurting. Yeah, agreed. And and it's an adjustment because some people have a different definition of what's loud and what's not loud. Right. But right. if you're on the dance floor and it's like you're screaming to be heard, it's, it's too loud. Just, I'm very picky about that. I'm too. I don't, I, and you know, there's, there's no reason to just like literally kill everyone's eardrums. Because, no. And because, and we don't, bring subwoofers to weddings. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the equipment that we have is, has plenty of low bass, mm-hmm. but people aren't wanting to be blown out at mm-hmm. a wedding. It's mm-hmm. And the venues here in Northwest Arkansas, especially, are not overly huge to where you need to fill that space with so much bass and, that's right. and, and whatnot. Well, because then the so. sound gets really distorted and it yeah. just doesn't sound good anyway. But so. that's just a personal preference. I mean, okay. I don't have anything against it. I just, mm-hmm. I know the speakers that I bought provide so much bass that I'm even having to turn it down yeah. because bass is what travels. That is what, if you're at Stone Chapel uh-huh. and like music is too loud, it's not that your music's too loud, so your bass is too loud and it travels further and you can hear it banging okay. off of people's it's homes and stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's not the high end, it's the low end. Got yeah. it. Okay. All right. Interesting. Number 10, what do you typically wear? And I know the answer is shorts and a tank top. And a tank, yeah. And a little beanie. Uh-huh. But what 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 other attire might we find you wearing? So when I first started, I would wear black jeans and uh, black Converse, mm-hmm. all black Converse, mm-hmm. and then a, just a shirt, a dark shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was not well versed in the world of wedding wear. Then I became friends with Miles with Boyer, and he was <laughs> the same way. He would wear a V-neck black shirt yeah. and pants, and we... We, uh, this was on my time hop just the other day. We went and saw Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And I bought my first bow tie. Yeah. It was a JT bow tie. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Suit and tie bow tie, 2012. Wow. And that was the first time I wore a bow tie. And from then on, I'm like, I'm a bow tie guy. You're a bow tie guy. And I started wearing bow ties. And But him and I had the conversation. You know what? If the type of clients we want 
are the ones that, you know, are higher end, you got to dress a certain part. You dress for the job. But we always were like, we don't want to dress in a tux and look like we are a groomsman. Sure. And look like ridiculous, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. So let's get some nice suits. Let's get a signature style and let's do that. And then I just started, I I started getting into wooden bow ties. Yeah, they're so cute. And I'll wear those. Yeah. Lately though, I've just been wearing... I've not been wearing bow ties at all or even a tie. I will be wearing a printed shirt and I'll just button it to the top. Oh. But I always wear a suit because uh-huh. I love suits, dress mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. I love dress socks. I have so much. But yeah. even on my team, I'm like, you have to look just as good as your guests or you will stand out. Agreed. And when I started wearing wooden bow ties, everybody would always come up. If I'd be training a new DJ, I go, within the first 20 minutes, somebody will come say they love my bow tie Absolutely. or ask if it's wooden yes. and it will be a big deal. Sure enough. You Every know, time. and they're like, oh man, I said, you got to dress for the clients you want. And it just looks like you're professional. If you dress down, you don't look like you should be there and you don't look like you deserve the price that we are charging. It's the same reason I wear heels through the cake cutting. Yeah. My feet are bleeding. They oh, yeah. hurt. I can't stand it. But I feel like I need to, I still need to present that look. Uh-huh. And I, even the, after that, I changed to Tory Burch flats. They're flip flops, but they're stylish. Still. I mean, and you have your toenails done. And so. I have my t- there's no chipped polish no, on huh. there. We, you know, we we're, we're put together, but I think that's very important. Yeah. I think it's, and I do, it is sad to me, not sad, but it's, it's upsetting to see a vendor that shows up and is not properly attired because yeah. we are, we're, we're asking these guests to rise to a certain level. And I think that, I think the vendor should as well. So I do love that. Speaking of bow ties, there was a, I need to show you this picture. I won't do it right now, but there was a um, company that I found in Char- uh, Charleston when I was out there that makes bow ties with little feathers. They're made out of duck feathers uh-huh. the cutest things ever. Yeah, I, I feel like it was you I have a peacock one so cute yeah. I feel like I've seen that but I remember seeing it and just being like oh my gosh this is so broad I just love I window shopped for you know a few episodes ago I talked about spreads a box and yes. just accessories I yeah. love that kind of stuff yeah. and that's just been over the last well I guess almost 10 years now but I realized after I started doing that mm-hmm. that the clientele that we started getting was it's rising better mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they would pay the uh, the premium price so right, right. and I just feel good good in a suit yeah. and my guys feel good. You know, it, it just sets us said. apart from other DJs. Yeah, there's something to be said for dressing yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Your Sunday And best. we're not wearing tuxes and, no. and cummerbunds and looking like we're groomsmen, even though more groomsmen are getting into just regular suits. True. And sometimes I'll show up because uh, on our wedding yeah. planner format, what are your wedding colors? And yes. I try to match those. Yeah, sometimes you match too well. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm wearing the exact same yeah. suit as the groomsmen. Yeah. Or I'm wearing the exact same color as the bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been there. I've worn, yeah, I've, I've I've not been mistaken for a bridesmaid necessarily, but I've definitely like I look like I'm house party or something because my dress matches too no. well, and I'm like, oh come on, guys. But you will. I, yeah. I get a lot of compliments. Yeah. Like, how did you? How did you know the wedding colors? Yeah. Or, how did you how mean you know? to match this wedding? Yep. <laughs> yep. That's I did. so funny. I love it. I think this one's already been addressed, so we can skip over it. But how many hours are included in the package? We, it's just a payout. It, yeah. It's customizable. Yep. Yeah. Um, how do you handle song requests? I think we talked about that too. So sometimes a couple will be like, we don't want song requests. Mm-hmm. Other times we'll take song requests all night. Mm-hmm. Whether we play that song is up to the song. Right. So if the song is not a song that fits with the wedding, happen. I'll say, yeah, I'll try to get to that. Or if I know I'm not going to play it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, do you have another request? Cause we're not, I can't, I can't play that song. What else do you have? Right. Or if we've moved through the night right? and we're, we got less than an hour left and we just got to new music and aunt comes up and wants to hear something from the seventies. Right. Like we already passed that. We're, we're, we're probably not we're, going back. Yeah. I'll keep it 
here if, you know, I'll write it down if mm-hmm. maybe we can get to it, but I'm not promising you anything. Right. I love so, that. Or if I know it's a bad request, but they're like, you got to play it. And for some reason I have to, and I know it's bad. I'm like, this one is from Aunt Karen. Got to hear so this. Just so people aren't looking at me and being this like, is not from me. This is the worst. Why would you play this? <laughs> I'm like, this is Karen. This is Aunt Karen. This is Karen. She wanted this. This is hey not Karen. me. Hey and Karen. I don't play songs twice. So yeah. unless the bride is like, the bride and groom are like, you got to play this. We yeah. want to hear it again. I'm not playing. Uh, Cupid Shuffle. We already did the Cupid Shuffle. We're not going to do it again. No, I, we didn't like doing it the first time, but we're not doing it again. Right. So I'm not going to play a song twice. I mean, that's a lazy DJ. Yeah. Uh, somebody that really doesn't know what they're doing Mm -hmm. but the only instance like one wedding one of my djs said dude i played shout four times said why he goes because the bride said it was a family song and kept requesting it oh god and he said they loved it they danced every time but they all knew it was a family song yeah fair enough and so he played it more than once but because I felt so uncomfortable the whole time because we don't do that. I yeah. said, no, but th- it's the bride's wedding. We'll do whatever she wants. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you do whatever they want. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Can you act as the master of ceremonies? That's what we do. I yeah. mean. And you do it very well. And if they have like, oh, we want Cousin Eddie to introduce the couple. I'm like, do you though? Do you really? Like you're paying us to right. MC your event. Right. And I know nobody's going to do it better than us. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, a, the only instance where somebody did do it better than us was when I did a wedding for a couple that were Razorbacks. Yes. And the announcer from the Razorbacks yes. announced the couple. So it's a little different. Like that makes sense. Cause this is right. his profession as well. Right. So in those instances, I'm like, yeah, but when they hire us, they're getting an MC, they're getting a masters of ceremonies. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about that. Well, and that's true. That's something that you all do very well. Not all DJs are great at that. No. And that's had, what we yeah. pride ourselves on. Mm-hmm. I love, like, I love hosting events. Yeah. Probably because I love hosting stuff like this. I'm on the radio, right. but I love hosting events in front of people, mm-hmm. even more than just playing music. Really? I love interacting with the crowd and having fun with the crowd. That's why I, lo- I do okay. a lot of hosting at charity events. And that's my favorite thing. Just playing off that crowd and seeing, all right, you know, we can go here with this. We can go here with that. You know, a yeah. few years ago we did a game and you kind of acted like we did like a game show type thing. A that few was years a lot ago, of fun. And you did an amazing job. I would be a disaster. Well, it's more fun when you can play off of those oh, no. people that, especially in the game show instance, sure. if they answer and it's a horrible guess or oh, it's so funny. Sure. To be able to play with that person and make people in the audience laugh. That is my absolute favorite thing. Oh, that's just not something I could handle. I I, I get to MC a lot of stuff at our church. Like sometimes we'll do games on special like Christmas and stuff. You're such a natural. And they're always like, we're trusting you. Don't go. I'm like, (laughs) my dad's a pastor. I grew up in the church. I'm not dumb. But... I'm going to give it to you. One of the pastors one year was like, man, you were roasting those people, but I don't even think they knew it. I'm like, I'm glad you noticed that. Thanks for noticing. I'm glad Glad they didn't. Thank you so much. That is so funny. (laughs) No, oh my gosh, the anxiety of me like having to get up and do that makes me just want to like, oh, I can't oh, it's, that. That's it's, not my, it's not my cup of tea. It's what gives me adrenaline and I go home yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah. You're so good I off love the cuff. That. You're so good off the cuff. I mean, you really are. Even in our conversations, I'm like, oh, why didn't I say that? I think of something afterward. I'm like, well, darn, that was a good comment. Marcy and I, my co-host on a radio show, we hosted a charity event. You're on the radio? Did I not tell you okay. that? <laughs> we hosted a charity event one time and it was a comedy thing. Mm-hmm. So in between, I go, we can't just host. We got to come up with some joke. Yeah. And I had seen this magician do this awesome magic trick on one of the tonight shows. And I go, let's do that. Like you set it up that I've been 
practicing magic and I want to do a trick and I'm going to do it. It's not going to work, obviously, because I don't know how to do the trick. And I'm going to be so upset that I'm just going to walk off the stage. Oh, my God. So we got three people from the audience to come. We gave them the cards. We did this card trick and no way it should work. So at the end... Like, it should be this card and this card. And this girl's like, that is my cards. I look at Marcy. She's like, my God, what do we do? Because this girl, out of the three people, she did everything I said. These other two were a little bit drunk, weren't paying attention. So they screwed it up and the audience knew. But this girl was all about it. And it worked. Oh, my God. It worked. And I go, thank you very much. Yes. Oh, my God. And it turned into, oh my God. I go, Did anybody want to see another magic trick? We'll come back with some more. Everyone's like, man, that was a cool magic trick. That stresses me out. Yeah, like, that stresses me out. It, I can't it, believe you. But it completely you. flipped from being funny to, man, that was a oh, really God, cool worked. trick. And I made fun of the people who were yeah. drunk and yeah. not paying attention. Of course, it didn't work for you. You didn't do anything. This girl, are those your Yay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, That's so a good funny. story. That's it was pretty so impressive. great. And we had worked it out. And then just when it worked, you're like, it's not funny anymore. It's just really cool. It's just cool. It worked. I'm a magician. <laughs> and then I walked through a wall oh and it was amazing. You walked through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love it. Made my thumb disappear. David Blaine here. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Levitated over the crowd. And- Amazing. Oh my gosh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty, that's, that's an interesting story. I'd never, I, yeah. yeah, I can't even imagine like just, yeah, trying to having an open mic and just having to be up there and like people are looking at me like, no, I, I'm not good at, like I've said, I'm not good at telling jokes. Oh, yes, you are though. You pull but the stuff off out of, people. of nowhere. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm not good You're at just heckler. standing up and You're telling a, a joke. For instance, when I tried to do the mom joke with Brian here in the studio. Yeah, fair enough. I, you, Michael Scott at the punchline. You line. totally did. Like, I was ready for it and you like, still screwed it up. Uh, yeah, it was, it was the worst. That's true. Yeah, well, whatever. That's so funny. That's really funny. <laughs> All right. How many weddings do you typically do in a year? I know you've answered this, but let's... let's no, as, as a company, we do over, I would say over 300. Oh gosh, that's and then lot. that isn't counting other events because we right. do tons of charity events yeah. and, and whatnot, but probably over 300, yeah. which is a lot of weddings. So when you hire us, you know we have the experience. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to send out a guy that hasn't been to at least... 25, 30 weddings. Really? Or has been with me long enough to where I trust them. So you'll never get a a newbie. Mm -hmm. You always get a seasoned professional with us. Because I've had guys train with me a year and a half before they did their first event by themselves. I think that's And I usually try to book something where the couple can't normally afford us. Right. Just so I can give a new guy the experience. Right. I like that. I think that's good. So I'm going to read this question verbatim because okay. the word oh, is so ridiculous. Do you have another wedding gig uh, before or after hours? Gig is the word they used. But do you have another wedding before or after hours? Normally, no. Right. As a company, yes. Yeah. But there has have been days where I have done two weddings in a day. Yeah. Like a Saturday afternoon wedding. Yeah. And it maybe it was from noon to three or four. Right. And then the other wedding doesn't start until six. I can easily do that, but that is rare. Very rare. So it leads into what would overtime fees be if the uh-huh. party's still cranking, we still want to keep going. What are the overtime fees? And I don't I don't suggest that. I don't recommend that right. because it, it, there's so many layers to continuing the party. It's not so simple as throw the DJ $100. It's no. the venue. It's right. the bartender. It's the planner, all the other people that are still, the teardown crew is ready to come. But if that were to happen, what's, uh-huh. what's your policy on that? So uh, I tell couples, you can book us for more time. Right. We do have a, a set fee right. that we will do it for. 
for and you can go half hour or you can go the full hour. Yeah. But you have to run it past the venue because there are some venues that if your wedding is set to end at 10, well, in general, you have to be out of there by 11. That's right. just their policy or they charge you more right. for cleanup. So we keep that in mind because right. we know all the venues and when they're supposed to close. Right. And we always make sure We'll stay as long as you want, but it has to be run by everybody else. Right. We're not just going to keep playing music just because you're giving us music if everybody else is not supposed to be here. Right. And that's an incentive for some of my DJs as well. If a couple books five hours and they want to extend it, they get paid more. That's great. So Straight in their pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, they get half of what the total cost is. Mm-hmm. And so they're incentivized to, if you're doing a good job and they want to book more. Go for it. Amazing. Yeah. That means you're doing a good job. That's good. But that's some you know couples either can't afford the extra time. Right. Or, or they just don't need it. They don't need like it. The party no. should go this long yep. and that's you want to end on a high note you do at any wedding you want to end on a high note and that's why i don't like the never-ending you know we do unlimited hours well it's you get to end when it dies down to where people are there's nobody there and it's like ugh. yeah no it's just lame it's, you know it's sad when there's three people left no. to, to send a end couple on a high note and it's awkward yeah you know, Agreed. you Agreed. don't need to dance for three, four, five hours. And I tell couples that they're like, well, we want a lot of dancing time. I'm like, okay, put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. If you go out to bars, what time are you getting there? Right. You're not getting there at nine or usually not even 10. Right. The bar closes down. Last calls around 115, 130. Right. So you might be there two hours right. to dance and have drinks. Right. So two, two and a half hours it's, max. Yeah. You're not dancing for three, four hours. That is it just a happen. long time. That's rare. So I, and they're like, oh, we never thought about that. I'm like, yeah, a five hour party is a lot longer than a you long think it is. Party. It is. You, and, and in the many years that I've been DJing and entertaining, the parties that go over, you know, six, seven hours are less than 10. Oh, yeah. And the ones that have been, I've done a couple eight hour weddings, which is brutal because you got to think you are basically, it's like going to work Mm -hmm. and it It is is. draining. It's a long day. (laughs) And you're going to be exhausted. And I tell the couples, even if you only dance an hour, we are going to wear you out. No kidding. Like we are very high (laughs) intensity. We only play a couple slow songs. We're going to wear you out and your guests are going to be worn out and you want it to end on that high note. But those eight hour weddings, it's like, ugh, it just drags and drags. And for the last two hours, you're just, what do you want to hear? What now? People are passed out or they've left. There's just no interest left. No. So true. So, yeah, I mean, I always suggest end on a end on a high note. I'm with you for sure on that. Especially if you're doing uh, an exit. Yeah. If you go out wait to the very last minute, then there's literally nobody. Nobody left. there. There have been many times I've had to go to the couple and be like, okay, guys, like we're thinning out pretty severely. Uh-huh. Like, what do y'all think? Let's leave an hour early. Sometimes they're like, no, we want to keep going. Well, okay. Yeah, this is your wedding. Your we'll wedding. do whatever you want. But I'm just telling you, yeah. there will be three people, and your parents are leaving. Like your parents won't even be here. Yeah. There's gonna be three people left to wave sparklers at you on the way out. And they're like, oh. You didn't think right. about that. Didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should end it. So, okay. What is your sick day policy? We don't have sick days. Yeah. We've never canceled an event. Yeah. Ever. But do you show up like diarrhea and vomiting and like uh, sick? What happens? Yeah. Never happened? I'm In all my years, it's never happened. Wow. That's the impressive. only thing that's ever happened with me, I, I had sciatica one uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. So my back hurt real bad. Yeah. But I still you did the through, event. You I had through. one DJ who did because of the wedding day 
and all the the bookings we had, mm-hmm. he made it to this event and he was sick, mm-hmm. but there was nobody to fill in for him. The wedding o- venue owner and everyone, they're like, we had no idea who was sick. He went to the bathroom, threw up three or four times oh. and then got so dehydrated. He had to check himself into the hospital. Yeah. That makes me sad. The couple loved it. They said he was amazing. He was super professional. I've had guys call in sick, Mm -hmm. but the couple would never know that. Right. Because we have guys that can fill in. You're covered. Yeah. Yeah. So we're lo- I'm lucky enough to be able to have that happen. Yeah. Like there's been instances where like uh, last October, one of my guys, the event was in Russellville. Yeah. He was headed there. He was in Conway because he lives in Little Rock. His truck broke down. Right. Well, he had no other way. Like, dang it. We are at capacity. Oh, my gosh. And I was headed to another event. Yeah. And it was two and a half hours before this event started. Like, oh, made it work. I went to that wedding. Oh, my gosh. And he came a couple hours later, filled in, and then I went to another wedding. It all worked out. Wow. Thank God. No kidding. But the couples would have never known. No, never. No. But that's super stressful. It was very stressful. That is super very stressful. Very stressful. Yeah, I can, I, that, that makes me sick to my And stomach. I was supposed to be yeah. at this other wedding, and the bride's like, where's Brock? He was supposed to be here. They were friends of mine. And so I showed up after the fact. Right. Like, after every, they were just dancing, and yeah. showed up just so I could give him a hug and she's like oh I go you don't even want to know how my day's been I said how was your wedding DJ's been amazing I go it's all that matters all that matters all that matters I go I'm here for you guys I just want to want to show up and say congratulations that's really good oh it was it was the worst day what's your backup plan if there's an equipment malfunction so we so we're on uh we use powered speakers so the good thing about that is if one speaker goes out the other one probably is still working. Right. Because that's happened before. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just technology. Mm-hmm. Or if your computer goes down, we have our phones now. Yeah. Thank God for that. That's happened to us. I re- and I can't remember the exact cir- circumstances. Yeah. But I remember you having a computer issue and somehow kept everything moving yeah. and there was still music playing and nobody was the wiser. But, no. And, yeah. and we're really good at being able to adjust to those situations. Thank God. And with, I've, uh, I'm, I'm an over preparer anyway. Right. So you have your phone, your personal phone mm-hmm. in the bags that we DJ with. We have our computer and I have bought Microsoft surface pads right. as right. well. So we use those for ceremonies and they have backups. So we have three options for mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. so we can, or if all of those fail, I'll borrow your phone or anybody's phone. Yes. We can we'll make it work. We can make it work yeah. to where nobody's the wiser. Something I love about your company, and this has been when a song stops playing and everybody's on the dance floor, yeah. there's that awkward three seconds. Silence five is seconds. deadly. There should never be silence. It, never. Ever. And what what is three seconds long feels like three minutes uh-huh. when it's a time like that. And I mean, I hear the music stop and I'm like, what's wrong? You what's think going something on? happened? Yeah. What has happened? Yeah. That I can't say that that's ever happened at a wedding where you, you're so good at, you know, kind of blending into the next yeah. song. Song, mixing, whatever you want to call it, but you're really good at that. And I feel like that's, that is so important. People don't realize how important that right. is, but they don't all necessarily even want to hear the whole entire song, but bleeding into that next, that uh-huh. next tune, which also keeps people on the dance floor. Right. Like, that's super. Well, I preach that to my guys. Yeah. Silence is deadly. You do not have silence. No, no. Only time you have silence is during toasts. Yeah. And even mm, that there's something to be said for having a little bit of music in the background during that, you know, sometimes, when the, yeah. the speaking but is yeah, that Silence awkward. is deadly. Cause then yeah. people, and if the song goes, dead for a second people were looking around oh, that is the note to me of an inexperienced dj yeah. it just is like somebody does not know what they're doing it's and it's, it's happened to me of uh, course on occasion or i'll hit a button and it <gasps> turns it down like crap <laughs> yes yeah yeah well it happens what's your cancellation policy so we're not going to cancel if you change your date or change your mind on your music it happens yeah. what are the repercussions 
Like for the couple. So a deposit they, yeah. is always non-refundable. Right. Doesn't matter what. Right. Once you pay your deposit, you're not ever getting that money. Which back. is, uh, should be understood. That's a standard it's a thing. It's a non-refundable right. deposit. Yeah. Cancellation. There's fees if you cancel, you know, uh, 60 to 90 days out. If right. you cancel 30 days out. There are, there's all different right. fees associated with What that. about postponement, which is something we're dealing with uh-huh. a ton lately. Uh, postponement. So normally we give you up to three to, I believe three to six months Mm -hmm. to reschedule with Uh no penalty. Right. Being that we have that date available. Right. That date's not available. I mean, Mm -hmm. you will either have to find another DJ and still have to pay us. Right. Whatever you would have had to pay us. Right. Or pick another date uh, with the understanding that we have to have that date available. I mean, right. That right. date's not available. And normally we do. There's only, a, and I'll send those out. I'm like, we can't do this date or this date booked. Yeah. Completely. Right. Right. But since we have so many guys on the team, pretty much always. You're able to be flexible. Be available. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How do you motivate a shy crowd to dance? You've got the people that won't dance. Like what's your go-to? And I know one of your go-tos and you, we all know. I don't play I, celebrate. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only play that song if it's requested or you're at the wedding. Oh God. Let's just make that stop. Whatever we have to do. But if we can see that the crowd is just not into it, yeah. we'll take a step back and be like, you know, this is either they're not ready or they're not that crowd. Or they're, yeah. And I've had that. Yeah. You know, that's hard too because you, you have a couple that maybe expects, I had one, it was a great band actually. It wasn't a DJ, it was a really good band, but it was hot. Yeah. Right. We, we were at an air hang, an airplane hangar hot outside. Ugh. They didn't want to be in this building that was not air conditioned. Right. So they were all outside where there was still a little bit of a breeze. Fabulous band mm-hmm. going crazy inside and people were just hanging out drinking beer outside because and they, that happens. D- they had yep. to, they, they were miserable inside though. Yep. Eventually they moved in and their final set was amazing uh-huh. and they did a great job. But it was, it was hard for me to watch because I was like, oh my gosh, these guys are literally giving it their all and they can't get people, yeah. they can't get people in here. Yeah. I'll have my DJs message me. This crowd's not dancing. What do I do? I've done this, this, and I'm like, just rest for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like just play, keep playing what you're playing. Don't force them, mm-hmm. but maybe they haven't had enough alcohol. Right. Maybe they aren't that crowd. Yep. And I always tell the brides and grooms, and if you're a bride or groom and you're listening, make a note of this. Mm-hmm. At your wedding, after your first dances, you need to stay on the dance floor. If you want it to be a party, you have to stay on the dance floor for at least the first three to four fast songs. Yes. Because if you step off the dance floor right when the fast music starts, your guests are more apt to follow your lead. Yeah. They're like, oh, we want to go talk. They're not dancing. We're not going to dance. I give them So you the tell your wedding advice. party, yep. we're dancing the first few songs. We want people to party. We need you out here with us. Yeah, yeah. And the bride and groom, they're following you. So if you want it to be a party, we'll do what we can and what we're good at. But in the end, your, your, your guests are following your yeah. lead. We give the same advice. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go drop you on the dance floor because that's where you need to be. You don't need to be worrying about uh-uh. rain at Martha. You don't, like right now is the time to party. If you want to party, we've got yeah. to get it started now. So I need you there. So many times couples feel like they have to go and socialize. They feel it's the first time hosting an event together. No, they right. feel like they've got, I'm like, yes, I, true. But also you have three hours uh-huh. to make the most of this and to enjoy this and have the memories of dancing to your feet blood on your wedding yeah. night. And if you don't do it now, your chances are going to be over. And right. I feel like there have been times I've had to go back to couples multiple times. We've got an hour left. Well, like, you I, haven't been out there yet. You we've know what? A lot of great weddings, in my opinions, uh, in my opinion, are the ones where the couple comes in and have already eaten Mm -hmm. and they do have that time yes. to go and mingle with Chat their people a little bit, their mm-hmm. guests as they're eating and they can go table to table. Yes. And then they're like, all right, 
we're done with that. Yeah. It's now over. let's party. That's how I tend to try to structure an yeah. event anyway, though. I like to kind of, and I think maybe I've even taken that cue from you. Let's get all the stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. Let's get the business out of the way so that they can move into and just have a fun time. Cause that's what your friends want. Especially if they are the ones who tell you we want to party, Yeah, get all the business out of the way, cut the cake, do the toast. I try not to do toast at the wedding anyway, yeah, yeah. but you know, try to move past that stuff so we can then have just a good time. Is so. there a timeline question on that? There's probably not. not. There's not. So you talk about Getting the stuff out of the way. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Is we'll there? Yeah, it's the last question. Oh, So we'll okay. come back down. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Do you have a specialty? A specialty. Yeah, it's, it's more band related. Like, do, are you a country Entertaining. Band? Yeah, I don't want to talk about okay. that. That's a dumb one. <laughs> so is there some videos and things on your website? Are those enhanced, like on the audio side? Or are those live recordings? Like, how does... how how? Most yeah. of the time, they're just montages we've gotten okay. from other weddings. But we'll have couples ask, you know, can you send us samples of your work? Yeah. And I think they're referring to like DJ samples. Right. Like we don't have that. We, I mean, what's your DJ like? We, not all the DJs mix. And at a wedding, you don't necessarily have to have a mixing DJ. Right. And we're more MCs and entertainers. So we'll mix your music, but we're not like sitting back there with the headphones live mixing. We do have that available. Right. It's just over the years and doing weddings. That's just not something that I think is necessary. Right. I mean, there's some amazing DJs that do that. Uh Uh-huh. But I I don't know how to do that. So I make up for it by being great at Well, you MCing have your skill set, though. Right. You have your thing, and you're not trying to fake it till you make it on something that you're not necessarily. Right. So when when I have couples ask that, you know, I try to find out, are you looking for a mixing DJ? Because mm-hmm. I do have some mixing DJs that do have samples that I can send them. Right. Like, this isn't wedding music samples, but we right. can this do is the how same type of done. stuff. Right. right. Got it. With what we do, it's more... You have to see us to to understand. Understand. Yeah. I think you're right. I think, yeah. And I think you probably get a lot of um, referrals based on people that have seen you at weddings. Ninety nine percent of what yeah. we do is, hey, we were at this girl's mm-hmm. wedding, or my friends were at this girl's wedding. Yeah, yeah. Which is the best type of because you they know what to expect. That's right. Yeah. It's very true. It's very true. Does your pan, band perform live or do tracks? I'm just kidding. We only do tracks. <laughs> only tracks. <laughs> just tracks. Deal breaker. Yeah. Do you use predetermined set lists or do you take requests or read the crowd? Like how do you, how do you manipulate that kind of, um, so we don't do design. a predetermined set list. We don't mm-hmm. go in there and be like, this is what we're going to play. Right. We go in knowing about, you know, this cause every wedding is similar mm-hmm. with the music styles. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we know what songs work, how we place them, mm-hmm. just based on the crowd. Right. And then what the couple likes, where their strengths are, and as far as what style they want. Mm-hmm. It's a more country wedding. If they love more a Motown, we cater that. Yeah. But we don't come in with, this is our playlist. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to play this song next. Wait, this style's not working. We got to flip Can it. That, we're moving on mm-hmm. and we're going this way. So, yeah. or in the middle of a song, like, ah, uh, I would play this song, but you know what? This song is going to work better. Yeah. It's just about That's being good science. at what you do. That's such a science yeah. too, because I have watched some amazing events just tank because the DJ just can't feel the crowd. Yeah. And it, it, it's heartbreaking. Uh-huh. It's like, ah, oh, they're, they're trying so hard. They want to dance. They want, and just like with the playlist that you talked about earlier, the couples that don't understand wedding music is mm-hmm. not the same as just music I like. Right. And when, when couples, if we start a wedding and the bridesmaids are like, we want to hear, you know, Cardi B. I'm like, right. well, we got two and a half hours. We can't go out with Bodak Yellow right no, now. No, we're going to get to it. Well, <laughs> the bride wants to hear it. I'm like, I get it. So I'll go and usually talk to the Brian and be like, right. if I play, Co- uh, you know, Kodak, yeah, um, Cardi B right now right. or any newer music right now, mm-hmm. 
we are alienating Everybody 90% of your yeah. crowd. Yeah. And those people are going to leave. Right. If you want them to leave, that's fine. It's your wedding. But if you want them to engage and be involved, mm-hmm. we are going to start with older music and work our way Move up through this. Yeah. Because I don't like to go backwards or all over the place. Yeah. Play this song and then play this song and then play this song. And you we're know. going to get there. Yeah. We're going to get like, there. we're going to work our way up. And then once we're here, we'll stay there. Yeah. But once we, if we jump, it's hard to jump backwards. That's right. So I, I don't personally like to do it. I Like I said, I'll do whatever the bride wants. Yeah. But you can see when that happens, most of the guests like, wait. They scatter. This music is not our music. We're I'll out get here. it. I'm out. But mm-hmm. if you get them with their music, they're like more likely to stay on the dance floor even with music that they don't know. Right. Because they're having a great time. Right. This is a terrible follow-up to that. Can you supply your master playlist in advance? No. No, I don't do that. Don't well, we get that for um, big events too. Oh, yeah. Like we do yeah. stuff for Sam's Club and Walmart and they're like, hey, what are you going to play? I have no idea. Oh. Well, could you give us a like a list of songs? Nope. Uh, we would like a list. Sorry. Don't do that. No idea. I go, it's <laughs> going to be clean, but I don't know what I'm going to play because I don't know how the crowd's going to respond. That's right. And what worked last time might not work this time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I never know what I'm going to play. I'm not going to go into an event and be like, this is it. This is it. This is it. Uh -uh. I don't, I'm not a playlist guy. I like that. And that's why I, I suggest couples spend the money on an entertainer and not just a do it yourself type of thing. It hurts when they do. Oh, we got the perfect playlist. Okay. But if you're playing it and you're having somebody in charge of it and you're just letting it run. Yeah. The timing is going to be way off because you don't know. You don't know. And you don't have somebody in. How are they going to react? Like we don't just play music. That's what you got to understand. And that's what I had. I try to tell couples. We don't just push play and play music and stand there or sit down. I don't let my DJ sit down because you look lazy. Yes. Like you stand up. You're not there that long. No. And you know, you play the music, but you also, we also MC. So we are, when a, an Amanda's not there, wedding planning it up and making sure things <laughs> are wedding smooth, mm-hmm. we're doing that for you. Sure. And we know that, you know, this is going too slow. We need to speed this up. Or we'll talk to the wedding planner who may be inexperienced and be like, hey, we should probably do this. We should probably do that. Right. We, they only have two hours left. They haven't done this, this, this. Right. The photographer's leaving in 30 minutes, you know. Right. So we try to recognize those things yeah. and move it and push it forward so your guests will stick around. So, you know, and when it's a do-it-yourself type of wedding, that doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean. They just, they think they know best. Oh, we're saving money and we're just playing our playlist. Uh, How does that work? Like, we can play your playlist and we've had weddings where they're like, this is what we want played in this order. And we're like, that is fine, but this order is not going to work. Not going to work. And we'll get pushback. I'm like, if this is what you want, we can do it, but if this is really what you want, you probably shouldn't hire us because we're not playlist DJs. Like we know that this song doesn't work with this song. Tempos are way off or it just doesn't make sense. Or this song's not a danceable song. Mm -hmm. Well, my family loves that song. That's fine, but they'll dance to this one. But as soon as this plays, they're off the dance floor. And then this one, they should be back on the dance floor, but you just told them to sit down with this song. So getting them back and forth, ugh. It's yeah, it's, it's a tough. struggle. It's hard. Well, and you gotta trust the professional. I mean, this right. is what we do. Well, leading into the next question, uh-huh. and this is the final question. I think this is honestly, I'm glad this is the last question on here because it's super important. Can you design an itinerary for the night? Can you help with that piece? Yes. Um, because I know I've leaned on you a lot of times when you do say, "I don't like how this is positioned." Uh-huh. Can we move this? Yes. Okay. This is your part of the show. I need right. you to tell me. You know, you're not going to tell me certain things. 
things about how to do my job. I'm going to lean on my professionals, just like I'm going to ask the caterer, how do you think this needs to flow? I know how I think it should go, but do you have some very specific, what would you change about what we've started here? And I try to send out my timeline Uh far enough in advance. But if you're working with a couple A that doesn't have a planner or even an inexperienced planner, or even somebody like me, who's been, I've been around for a while. And I feel like I've got a pretty good handle about how to do that. Do you offer that service as far as like, this is how I think the event should go. This is how we should do it. Oh yeah. Uh, And I have very strong feelings about this because this is a show. Like your wedding reception is like a show. So you're trying to entertain your guests Mm -hmm. and keep them entertained and not bored. That's right. So one of the things I hate most is asking your guests to do something and then telling them, let's sit down now do something and then else. do something again. And all right, we're going to sit down again. Yeah. Should never, never, never. So once the dancing starts, just in general, once your dancing starts, you should never stop the music. Agreed. The only time that the music kind of changes is if you choose to do bouquet and garter, which I pray each and every day that goes away because <laughs> bouquet and garter is the worst, uh-huh. but that's the only time. Sure. And there's still music going on. That's right. So people don't have to leave the dance floor for that. Right. But once the First dances happen into all the first dances. Then the dancing starts. Yeah. The only time you leave the dance floor is when it's time to go outside and leave. I absolutely agree with. And that's something I will say a lot of times I go back to that. You taught me that years mm-hmm. ago. You were like, you looked at a timeline. You're like, we're not doing this and then cutting the cake here. No, it completely screws up the entire event. Well, if you if you choose to cut the cake after the dancing yeah. started, you're not going to be dancing for that 20, 30 minutes. It's exactly right. People are going to be gonna eating cake. cake. Yeah. And then it makes our job harder because we you have to pull restart yep. and regain that energy. And yes, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, we no, can do it. It's no problem. It's just not. No, that's one of <laughs> The most, most well, it's the same. It's the same with you know doing a fake leave. Mm-hmm. You're having to pull them back in and start it over. So no, that's something I learned from you. Probably on one of my very first weddings. Yeah, if you, you do a like, fake leave, you might your as wedding's well cut over. Off. It's over. I agree for the most part. I agree. No, but yeah, like getting the cake cut very early in the evening. Get rid of the cake. Uh-huh. It's happening. They can kind of trickle into the cake as they like. Yep. Once they get on that dance floor, and I, I do. I've, I've, I've structured my timelines based on words from you. Just get the business out of the you way. You were listening. I was listening. <laughs> I do listen. I, but I try to absorb something from every one of my yeah. vendors, everyone I work with, and that is something that you taught me ages ago because we're both so old. Well, we are. But, but yeah, just start. I mean, don't, don't kill the vibe. No, you got it going. Don't mess it up and that's nobody wants to stop and listen to your dad talk for 15 uh-uh. minutes about what I, and that's just get it all out of the way right then they can have a good time. so i like intro eat cake toast party with you first dances party i mean you can do intro cake then eat sure toast and then party i mean right as long as you're getting the stuff out of the way i, I don't think it matters i'm good really, with it and, yeah and i have had you know new wedding planners mm-hmm. or friends who are playing that role be like well this is what the bride wants and i'm like well this does not make sense it like doesn't. the flow of this does not make sense mm-hmm. and i have to explain it because you're asking your your guest to jump up and then sit down yeah. and jump up and then we dance for three songs and then you're asking them to sit down again it's all over the place I go, it's confusing it's exhausting it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. well the bride wants it this way and then i'll be like well can i talk to the bride let me talk to the bride because I want this to be the best experience mm-hmm. for not only them, but the guests as well. Because right. like I've said with the music, the guests don't know. They think I'm the one that's in charge of doing that. So that's it right. reflects off of me as well. That's right. So I'm trying to run this show and this event and this reception the best way to where people are. Uh, Just having the best experience Yeah, the overall. best experience. Mm-hmm. It's all about the experience. And that's, yeah. you know, Brock Entertainment's slogan. In yeah. the end, it's all about the experience. That's right. So you want your guests to have the best experience. So I tell my my DJs, even if the next door neighbor who comes or the grandma who, who's there only dances to one song, but mm-hmm. has that one experience and it was so much fun. Yeah. 
but they only danced to one song and they leave saying it was the best wedding. It's all that matters. Ever? Yeah. They're like, what? They only danced to one song. Yeah. Well, they probably weren't going to dance anyway, but you got them to dance for one song. And they walked and away they happy. tell everybody. That's right. Like you want people to have those moments. That's right. You know, those moments throughout. And that's why we do different you know, things at weddings to create moments that people will remember. Man, we were at this wedding. They got everybody in a circle and they did footloose and, and the groom was out there. Oh man, it was so much fun. Right. They have that experience. Yeah. And the that's, stories they can walk away. Exactly. Telling. That's exactly And right. word of mouth in this industry is the biggest everything. thing. It's everything. It's, yeah. you know, we can buy advertising. We can, you know, do all these things to promote ourselves, but it's your guests, it's your clients, it's the other vendors mm-hmm. and it's those people that can really help propel and build your business. That's exactly right. And uh, I mean, going back to the timeline, it really, the flow of your event, it really matters. It absolutely You does. know, I've done weddings where, I mean, I'll, like I said, I'll do whatever the couple wants. It's their day in the end. Sure. I'm just there to help guide them because this is what I do. Same with you. Mm-hmm. And I had a wedding once where they wanted, they're in the ceremony music. So what happens at a ceremony? Like in the past, you would have to time out your steps and all. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Right. We'll fade out the music seamlessly into the next song. So right. it's not abrupt. And that's one reason I don't love live musicians because once they're, all right, well, they're done with that, they stop, change, and then you know, Move on. Mm-hmm. 20 seconds later, they start the next song and it's right. like, ugh. Awkward. And whatever they can play, I tell couples, we can play too. Plus, we're micing your minister so everything can be heard. Right. And the bride wanted every song to play out. The whole song. So oh. it makes it super long. Super long. Even her song where it's just her walking. So for the first minute and a half to two minutes, the song's playing. Nobody's and I'm like, coming out. Oh, everybody on, thinks. Walk. Yeah, everyone's looking around. Do a runaway like bride something happened. Oh my god! And then it hit a certain point in the song, and then they opened the doors, and it was beautiful. But that moment of uh, okay, what's happening? Or after the moms had walked, and all the moms and grandmas were there, there was still a minute and a half left in the song. So people are looking at me like, "What is wrong? Are with we gonna you? fade out this song?" I'm like, "No, we're not. Nope, she went. No, nope, we're listening to the whole thing." Oh dear! And I, it was fine. It was just from my standpoint and from the guest, it was kind of awkward. Yeah, but it's yeah. what she wanted. So yeah. I mean, it's it's all good. Oh, that's awkward though. But yeah, music. Yeah. You don't realize how much music plays a part in your wedding when yeah. there's no music. Or yeah. and I always tell couples, if your wedding starts at six, we are playing music and starting background music at five thirty. That's right. Because when your guests get there, it is if it's dead silent, it is so awkward. It for sets them. the tone, and it's not yeah. a good tone to set. I completely like so we start 30 minutes so if you're booking five hours we're starting 30 minutes before your ceremony and that is when we start that's right so we'd go 5 30 to 10 30 and like oh do we really need yes you have trust me so (laughs) this reminds me of a horror story which i completely forgotten about until you just said that i had a gorgeous winter wedding a couple years ago at sweet little church in fayetteville not gonna not gonna (laughs) talk about this but the person who was supposed to run the music had been at rehearsal with us the night before For some reason, I think our rehearsal was at f- at six and the wedding was at five. Some, uh-huh. The hour was off, but for some reason, he thought that the wedding started an hour later than it Ooh. did. So, okay, well, <laughs> no music starting. We have literally, like, we had 30 minutes of prelude that the, the couple had created. This guy was going to run it for us. No big deal. He's not there uh-huh. even to run ceremony sound. And I'm starting to get a little bit panicked. And I'm like, can I play it off my phone? Like, yeah. what are we going to do? The woman who runs the church didn't really know how to, like, she didn't know how to use the soundboard or anything. And we literally had no music for the ceremony yeah. somehow. And he wasn't answering his phone. I mean, nothing. Oh. So he finally, he showed up with seconds to spare before the ceremony 
journey began. So we actually had something for the bride to walk down, but everyone else had to walk in in silence. Yeah. Like it was almost, it was like a, it was like a, a musicless wedding because there was no prelude. It was so awkward for that 30 minutes as yeah. guests were arriving to silence. Yeah. And I wanted to climb in a hole because I was just like, this is what? the worst. No. Yeah. I, there was nothing. We, and I was like, can you at least have a mic and I can put I mean, my phone? Like, what are we going to do? Because we have to have the bride's song. Uh-huh. She's going to walk into nothing. So, so that has happened to me once, uh, oh. well, once for my DJ. Yeah. He was at a venue that has a built in sound system, but you're in a hole, so you can't really hear it. Sure. And I guess the bride's the other music played, but the bride's music was turned oh, down. Yeah. And so he's thinking he's here, good. she walks down the aisle, complete silence. Of course, I guess it was a beautiful thing, but it the worked. mom was not happy. And then another time I was at Sassafras and they were walking out. Yeah. And I went to push their song and my computer died for some reason or oh something my happened. Gosh. I just happened to have a guy with me. I grabbed his phone as the minister said, pulled it up on YouTube, plugged it in, boop, you make my dreams. Oh, oh my gosh. I was I was having a, a I'm sure you were. minor heart attack. I'm sure you were. I was like, uh, and then it, it happened. Oh. I, I'm, even if no music would have played, it was at the end, but I didn't want them to. That's how you remember yeah, the going out. I didn't want that. No. But I mean, it happens. Of and as a couple, you got to realize things happen. Just roll with it. It's a part of your day. Don't make it a big thing. Just, I mean, if it's where your DJ doesn't have any music and it's just the worst. A little different. Yeah. But here and there, things happen. Technology goes out. Yes. I mean, we've had songs that have corrupted on us. Yes. And we try to find a version or I had one wedding where the I'm playing the bride and groom's first song. They told me what to play. Mm-hmm. So I start playing it 30 seconds in the bride goes, this is not the right version. I go, what? I look at my sheet. I'm like, no, this is, this, is exactly like, this isn't the version I want. Well, there's like three or four versions apparently oh my that I didn't know about. I had two of them. I played the next one. Nope, not this one. Like this is their first dance. Yeah. And she's standing there yeah. pouting on the dance floor. I'm like, well, this is what you, I go, just dance to it. Just dance. Just dance because everybody And so afterwards, I went up to her. I go, you put this. That's what I played. She's like, well, I put the wrong version then. I go, I didn't know there was other versions. Like, don't call it out. No, just do it. Just go with it. Nobody else knows. It was the same song. It wasn't like it was a completely different song. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's not the version she wanted. That's crazy. Yeah, weddings are fun. I love weddings. Of course you do. They're wonderful. (sighs) So I'm going to rapid fire a few questions here. This is it. Look, we're almost finished. I'm going to need some peanut butter whiskey after this. I know, get some. (laughs) I want to hear your first, your favorite songs for the following items. Oh gosh. Okay, I know. No, this is gonna I'm be the tough. Worst. I know this is gonna be awesome. Okay. Couples entrance, favorite first song. Um, uh, you can edit out all the. Uh. Can't stop the feeling is a good one. Yeah. Also, Uptown Funk is good. Yeah. Depending on the couple, bring them out. Bring them out. That's bring a good one. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. And 24K is good. Yeah. I used to play One More Time by Daft Punk a lot. I haven't yeah. played that in a while. Yeah. It just depends on the couple, but okay. high energy, yep. fun okay. songs. Yeah, Leaving the Ceremony song. I probably should have done that one first. Leaving the Ceremony favorite song. I don't really Upbeat, know. Upbeat, happy yeah. kind of song. Ah, I leave that up to the couple. Yeah. I I really don't know. I do like that Hall & Oates song I was talking about a second. You Make, make My, my dreams, dreams Come. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't really have a favorite. You don't have a favorite? No. Okay. All right. Favorite first dance song. First dance. Once again, I. Oh come on! I it, I gotta leave it up to the couple. I really don't know. If you're getting to choose though, not for the couple. This is for you. If you what you love. 
Yeah, there's a song. I can't even think of the, the guy's the name John, now. The, the uh, John Legend not song? John not John Legend. Not that one anymore, no. no. I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, uh, but it's a good song. Oh, great. <laughs> awesome. That song. What is the name of this guy? If I, I I can see it on my computer. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Come back to it if we think of okay. it. Okay. Father Daughter. Father Daughter song. Butterfly Kiss. That's up there with a thousand years to me. The one that I will probably dance to at my wedding with Brimley when she gets married will be uh, You Are the Sunshine Mm, by... It's a good one. No, 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 no. 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 Isn't She Lovely? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. By Stevie Wonder. That's a good one. Because that's the first song I sang to her when she was born. It's also the song that I sang when I got on American Idol. Uh, <laughs> it was also sponsored by yeah. American Idol. That's a good one. Okay, yeah. Mother Son. I danced with my. Mom. I always thought I was going to dance with my mom to a song for Mama by Boys to Men. Love that song. But instead, I danced to Perfect Fan by Backstreet Boys just because I like the lyrics better. Yeah. Everything that we do, I say it a thousand times, is it's all about the experience. We want to create the best experience for you and your family and your friends to where they leave that night saying this was the absolute best wedding we've ever been to. That's awesome. Well, you know what? This has been an awesome experience. You've been awesome. You've been awesome. Thanks. Social distance uh, high five. Can't even reach you there. (laughs) Thank you so much. This has been fun. I'll let you. I do IQ. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe and expect a new exciting episode each and every week. Please follow us on social as well at I do IQ podcast. If you have a guest recommendation or a topic you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please let us know. The I do IQ podcast is recorded at the most amazing studio in Northwest Arkansas and by the most amazing and best looking people in all the world. Go Rogue X. You can follow them on social as well at Go Rogue X or visit them online at Go Rogue They truly are amazing. And if you're looking to start a podcast, they are your go to people. Also, also a big shout out to our creative people, David Kinney from Forward all the way from the great state of Michigan. You can check his website out, theforwardcreative.com for all your logo and design needs. And for more information on Brock and Amanda, please visit djbrockentertainment.com and amandareedweddings.com. Thank you again, and we'll see you on the next episode.